let's talk taxes for a moment. Yesterday afternoon, late yesterday, Metro Vancouver's Board of Directors approved a motion to rework their budget uh, to lower um, rising taxes on you. Can you believe that? And for the entire uh, nearly 2.8 million residents who live here uh, in Vancouver, the motion basically tells uh, staff at Metro Vancouver uh, to overhaul the 2024 budget uh, and find ways to lower those fees because so many of you out there are dealing with significantly uh, a significant increase in property taxes from your respective municipalities. They're trying to find a way to lower some of those, uh, the increase from the Metro Vancouver uh, board area in regards to some of the costs that they have. Joining me now to talk a little bit about reworking Metro Vancouver's budget so they can lower taxes, which is rarely ever discussed, is Brad West, the mayor of Port Coquitlam and the director of the Metro Vancouver Metro Vancouver Board Finance Committee. Brad, thank you for joining us. Thanks very much for having me, Jazz. Uh, generally, when we talk about uh, tax increases and taxes, every year it does go up, whether it be 1% or 2% or in some cases over 10%, uh, as we saw this year for municipal taxes. Walk me through some of the thinking for the Metro Vancouver Board and how you got to this conversation where you actually want to overhaul the system a little bit and try to reduce these increases, the significant increases they would have been. Well, I think it's a realization that we need to be doing everything within our power to minimize property tax increases, not only in our own member municipality. And as you know, in Port Coquitlam, I'm incredibly proud of the work that we've done with the lowest property taxes out of the 21 cities in Metro Vancouver. But there is also a regional piece to this. And a lot of people probably are unaware of that. It comes on your municipal property tax bill. Uh, law folks go right to the bottom. They look at the total, and, and that's it. What they may not know is that embedded in that cost is, uh, is regional property taxes that go to Metro Vancouver. And those have been going up quite significantly over the last number of years because Metro Vancouver is looking at some very significant and very expensive capital projects. Mm -hmm. And those capital projects are for important things that we need as a region, like our water and our sewer, our utilities. But there's a recognition at the Metro Vancouver Board that despite the necessity of those projects, we still need to sharpen our pencils and do everything we can to reduce the impact on local taxpayers because what had been projected was very, very significant in the magnitude of a 54% increase in Metro Vancouver property taxes over the next four years, which is just not sustainable for your average resident of this region. Yeah, you're looking at, I think it was $594 uh, that people would pay in 2022, and by 2026 it would go to 1021 uh, dollars now under this new conversation, this new mandate to overhaul um, those fees to a certain degree for single households. What kind of increases could we see between that same period, between 2022 and 2026, under the new plan? So the new plan reduces that increase from 54 percent increase down to 32 percent increase. And I think there's more work to do, and I've said that at the Metro Vancouver Board. I'm certainly not going to reject uh, reducing the increase. I want to recognize that a lot of good work has happened. 
but even that is still a very significant increase. And so I think there's more work to do. Uh, there's also time. We have time between now and when those increases are expected to come. And so I've implored my colleagues to redouble their efforts to find savings, but also to look at how we ensure that uh, the revenue that the regional district requires is uh, apportioned very fairly. And one of the aspects of that is for projects that are necessitated because of the growth of this region, what is the right contribution from development to those projects? That is something that happens in local government right across this region. And it's something that the regional government is now looking at as well, is trying to make sure that the burden for all the growth and the, and the resulting infrastructure to support it mm -hmm. is not just hung on the individual taxpayer, but that others are contributing to that as well, including, by the way, the provincial and the federal government who are driving a lot of those population growth numbers. Mm -hmm. Now, I think currently Metro, uh, Metro Vancouver is building or upgrading three wastewater treatment plants, uh, including the Iono Island wastewater treatment plant. Uh, you're upgrading uh, more than 500 kilometers of water mains um, uh, to obviously modernize uh, the system and obviously to deal with the seismic challenges um, or in the, in, the, in the case of a serious seismic event, have to deal with that. Um, can some of the projects here be deferred uh, as part of uh, reducing that burden for taxpayers? I, you know, we all would love to see all this stuff done all at once, but can it be deferred and, and I don't want to say kick down the road, but can it be deferred for a little while just to ease that pressure on taxpayers? That's certainly something that needs to be on the table. And in fact, they are looking at that. Um, you're right. In, in a perfect world, we would be doing all the projects, all the upgrades, you know, everything that we want to see happen in our region, we would just do it. Um, but in that scenario, you're not taking into equation what is the financial impact to taxpayers. Now, you know, there's, there's a range there. There are some projects that are, you know, absolute requirements because they, they get to the core functioning of this region. And, you know, at the end of the day, people want to be able to flush their toilets. They want to be able to turn on the tap and have water come out. And so there are, there's things that, you know, you just have to bite the bullet and, and get done. Mm -hmm. There are others that uh, maybe they can wait a little bit longer. Maybe there is a sequencing of it uh, to try and soften the impact as well. The other thing that I'm looking at is, going through the projects that we're constructing and making sure that, you know, to use an old phrase, we're not building Cadillacs when a Chevy will get the job done. And, you know, sometimes uh, when you bring together the various engineers and people who, uh, who are involved in putting these projects together, uh, you can get scope creep. Yeah. You can get things added that, you know, maybe are not necessary to the functioning. Maybe they're nice to have, uh, but they may not be absolutely necessary to the functionality of what that piece of infrastructure is supposed to do. And so I've always got a very close eye on that as well. Let's make sure we're, we're you know, we're not, we're not cheaping out 
We're not causing ourselves problems down the road, but we're also not over swinging and, you know, building something palatial that's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Brad, thanks for your time today. Thanks very much for having me, Jess.